0: In each episode, I share actionable strategies that you can implement in your life, plus inspiration along the way. So come join me for this episode of The Brendan Burns Show. Joe, you ready?
1: I was born ready.
0: Well, I'm definitely leaving that in. And guys, welcome to another episode of The Brendan Burns Show. Joining me today is Joe Apfelbaum, from Sunny Crown Heights, Brooklyn, Joe. Welcome to the show.
1: Let's do this! I'm so excited. I'm thrilled. I'm blissed. Let's All do it! Right.
0: Yes. So we are going to be talking about two things. We're going to start with your weight loss transformation, and I'd also love to hit LinkedIn and how to become a LinkedIn guru. So kick it off. Tell us what happened. The weight loss transformation. Give us a shot.
1: I grew my business, Ajax Union, to be one of the fastest growing companies in America because all I focused on, all I cared about was growing my business. You know, growing up my mother's store, we didn't really have much money. And after 10 years of trying to get her business to over a million dollars, she couldn't figure it out. And eventually she went out of business. And I didn't want the same thing for my family. So I worked really, really hard to figure out how to build my business. And I figured it out. And, you know, I have the seven stages, seven figures. But ultimately, what took a toll was my health. At some point, I was one of the fastest-growing companies in America, but I had the fastest-growing belly in America, too. I was eating everything in sight, right? I was a hungry entrepreneur, both physically and mentally and emotionally, and I was gaining weight like crazy. I did not value exercise. I didn't value any of that stuff. And what I realized when I started reflecting on my purpose, which is my children and being able make, to make a difference for other people, and I asked myself what do I really want, I said, I really want energy. And I started realizing that energy doesn't come from food. So I started inspecting, where does energy come from? And so I started looking around and I started asking my wife and I started asking my friends and my friends didn't know, my wife didn't know. So I started researching this. And what I found was that energy, energy is something that comes from our bodies within us, but we have to take care of our bodies. And I was never trained at home to how to take care of my body. And so if I wanna live a great life, if I wanna have unstoppable energy, I need to learn how to do this. And when I figured out how to do it, people were like, Joe, how'd you lose 95 pounds? How'd you lose 95 pounds? I said, let me write a book called High Energy Secrets that it's not about losing weight. That's what people don't realize. People are like, oh, I wanna lose 10 pounds. It's not about losing 10 pounds. It's about 10Xing your energy. That's what it's about. And when you have more energy, when you're using more energy and you're putting the right foods in your body that will give you the right energy and you're drinking enough water. Let me tell you a statistic that I write in my book that everybody should know about. If you're listening to this, write this down. A 5% drop in hydration is a 30% drop in energy. People People think that they can get away with just drinking coffee in the morning and then hack through their day but eventually you're going to crash. You want consistent energy? Dude, I haven't eaten anything today. Often I do seminars after a fast. I ran 14 miles without eating anything on the last New York half marathon. And people are like, how the hell do you do that? And I say, energy doesn't come from food. You need hydration if you want motivation. And there's a bunch of other hacks that I write in the book. It's super ADD friendly. It's 90 pages long. There are five foods that are making you fat flour, sugar, rice, potatoes, and pasta. You eat that, you're in fat creation mode. You know, that's, your body creates the fat. When I read this, that your body's like a pharmacy and it's doing things, your body's what's creating fat. Fat doesn't just enter to your, I used to think you eat something fattening and that thing becomes in your stomach and you have like a a blob of fat. No, your body manufactures the fat from the fuel you give it. So do you want your body to manufacture fat? Or do you want your body to burn fat? And your body can't do it at the same time. It's either in burn fat mode or manufacture fat mode. So if you learn how to get your body from manufacture fat mode to burn fat mode, it's about the way that you treat your body and what you do. So like I talk about how I quit smoking. I talk about how I I changed my entire life around. And now I have so much more vitality, so much more energy, and my life is completely different.
0: That's amazing. And I want to talk more about that. But first, did you have a defining moment or turning point? Did you wake up one day, look in the mirror, and you're like, I need to make a change? What was your tipping point for getting this started?
1: So how I got started on my journey, it's like the, literally the first page. And I say I was sitting there on my couch taking a video of my children with my cell phone, and the kids were having a blast running around, dancing, Googling, and being themselves. And after a few minutes, I stopped taking the video, and we all gathered around my phone to watch it. That's what we do at home. And then there was a heaving sound in the background and I couldn't make out what the noise was. And my wife asked me, what's that sound? And I said, I don't know. And I asked her like, what is it? And the kids are like, what do you mean? That's you breathing. That's literally you breathing. I was like, how could that be me? I sounded like an elephant trying to get out of a plastic tube of toothpaste. And that's exactly how I felt. Cause I was 265 pounds and I was not aware. I was not aware that I was breathing heavily just by existing. I was heaving. I was a heaving human being. Think about this. If you take a five-gallon bottle of water, you know those big ones that you turn over onto the machine, and you hold it up in the air, it's 40 pounds. It's 40 pounds of weight. Mm -hmm. Could you imagine I had close to three of those extra on my body just every time I was sitting down? Of course I was out of breath just by sitting, and I didn't want that. And at that point, I said, I need to make a major change in my life.
0: And so what was your first step towards change?
1: My first step is asking for help. So I asked my wife for help. She said, no, you can't. You got to do it yourself. I asked my friends for help. We went to a restaurant and we ate a bunch of, you know, desserts and appetizers. I was hanging around with the wrong people, as you can tell. And mm-hmm. after a bunch of drinks, I was totally stuffed. And I was like, and then I parked my, I was looking for a parking spot outside my house and I couldn't find one. Um, in Crown Heights, it's very hard to find a parking, but I wanted to wait because I didn't want to walk. I didn't like walking. Yeah, I parked three blocks away and walk. Hell no. So, but anyway, eventually I had to walk. I parked the car three blocks away. And while I was waiting to cross the street, I looked at my phone and I looked at Facebook and I was like, no one's ever liking my Facebook stuff. Are those really friends? So I posted, I said, guys, I don't know if you're really friends, but I really need your help. I need to lose weight. I don't know what to do. I turned to my wife, turned to my, my buddies. No one wants to help me. If you like this post, because I'm an atten- I love attention. If you mm-hmm. like this post, then I will go running one minute per mile, but I don't even know how to run. And they see this fat guy and you could see me. Uh, You know, I was very overweight. And so I went to sleep. I turned it off, I went to sleep. I didn't expect anyone to like it. And in the morning I got 10 likes and I was like, holy crap, I can monetize this. Mm -hmm. And so the next day I did the same thing and I posted a video of myself and a photo of myself. And the next day I did the same thing and I got 20. And then the next day I got 30. And I said, if you get, if you, if I get more than 40, I'll go rollerblading for you. And I was like, I got 50. And then before you know it, I got 70 a day. I had a whole group of dozens and dozens and dozens of successful entrepreneurs that were friends of mine that were literally just liking and sharing and commenting and motivating me. And that's really what got me on that that, that beginning, that start.
0: Mm-hmm. And as you go on this journey, I'm, I'm sure you may have hit stumbling blocks along the way. And how did you face those and power through it. Because on a 100 pound weight loss transformation, it's probably not just a straight line with no- Six years,
1: on six years. So I, I had multiple plateaus, multi, and I write in my book all the different levels of the plateaus that I hit. Mm-hmm. Every time I hit a plateau, I had to change my game. And I made the whole thing public. If you don't have accountability, then you don't have the ability to account. So I took responsibility to go find that accountability and I made it super public and every time I hit a certain level, I celebrated, and I allowed myself to go out a little bit, but then I got serious again and I set a goal. And now what I tell people is don't set a goal that's too big, because if your goal is like, I want to lose 200 pounds, it's not going to work. I say, try to lose 10% of your body weight. If you're obese, try to lose 10% of your body weight within 90 days. And they're like, that's it? Mm -hmm. So, you know, speaking to somebody who's 380 pounds, 380 pounds. And I said, oh, Where do you want to go? He's like, I need to be 200. He's like, I don't see any end in sight. I was like, Very simple. You want to get to 200 today? Cut your arm off. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, no, I, I don't. So I said, you, you want to do it gradually? and Don't lose your arm. <laughs> this is a great way to do it. You ready? Lose 10% of your weight in the next 90 days. Drink half of your weight in ounces and get rid of the sugar, flour, rice, potatoes, and pasta. That's all I want you to do. And you will lose 10% of your weight in the next 90 days. And he's like, Yeah, let's see. Guess what he posted on Facebook in the motivation Group? He literally said, Joe, in the past month, I lost 15 pounds. I'm on pace to lose 10% of my body weight in the next 90 days, and I am pumped, pumped.
0: How does that make you feel when you're not only you lost the weight, but now other people are because of you? I'm on a mission.
1: I want to sell 125,000 copies of this book as a game changer for people. I am on a mission and that's why I'm on this podcast and that's why I'm sharing this with other people because I'm so passionate about helping people take their life and their business to the next level. You see, if you're overweight, you don't have energy. And if you don't have energy, you will not rock and roll in your business. It's all
0: about the energy. Yes, I love that. So we're not supposed to eat the sugar rice flour pasta. What are we supposed to eat?
1: How about greens, kale, spinach? People are like, oh, am I gonna get full on kale and spinach? Well, try to eat it. Did you know that thir- your stomach is 32 ounces? If you fill your stomach with lettuce, right? If you fill your stomach with greens, instead of filling it with chicken, you will feel so much more full. You need you need this much chicken, a fistful full of chicken to be, let's say, 3,000 calories. But to get 3,000 calories in lettuce, you're gonna need an entire like container of lettuce. Right, so you can start enjoying it. You know, it's it's self-limiting beliefs, right? If you believe that you enjoy sweets, you enjoy garbage, that's just the neurons in your head that believe that. So you gotta rewire yourself and you gotta lie to yourself initially and say, I love lettuce, I hate donuts, I (laughs) love kale. Now, initially you might hate the kale. You might hate it initially, but learn to put some apple cider vinegar. Learn to mess around with it, to add some extra salt, to add some extra pepper, to mess with the spices, to make it soft, to massage the kale, to learn how to saute the spinach in coconut oil. Learn, learn the tricks of how to fall in love with the foods that are going to help you with your purpose and the beliefs that you have in your head around that it's 80% mindset, 20% skill set. And and here's another belief that's on top of that belief. Mm -hmm. Most people believe that it's going to be hard you got to believe that it's going to be easy. If yeah. you believe it's gonna be hard, you're never going to get started. And by the way, the only way I know this stuff is, A, I dealt with it myself, but B, I speak to people every day and I say, he's like, I love donuts. I'm like, that's a belief. He's like, that's not a belief, that's reality. I'm like, that's a belief too. He's like, what are you, ta- like you're, you're, mind effing me. I was like, you're mind effing yourself and yeah. your kids. Cause you're going to die from diabetes. You piece of shit. Come on, get going. Right. And he's like, you're right. You're right. I got to get going. I got to get going. I got to get rid of those piece of shit beliefs, those piece of shit beliefs. I got to get rid of them. So he's like, what do I do? How do I get started? I said, tell a better lie. He's like, what do you mean? I was like, say right now, I hate donuts. I hate donuts, but it's not true. I was like, no, 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 no. A better lie doesn't mean, but it's not true. I hate donuts. Say it with intensity, with intensity. So he looks at me, he's like, I hate donuts. I was like, that's <laughs> what I want to see. He's like, you know what? I do hate donuts. They're ruining my life. After he had that intense moment. Wow. They're ruining my life because I eat cases of donuts. And I feel like crap after. And I gain weight and I don't have energy they're ruining my life. He's like, but it's not going to be easy. I was like, what do we need to do now? He's like, it's going to be easy. And then boom. And so you do that over and over and over. If you literally repeat over and over something, your subconscious mind takes over and you
0: start believing that it's the craziest thing. It's incredible. So we've talked about food. Tell me about exercise and how important that was in the weight loss transformation.
1: Not important at all. Exercise does not help you lose weight. If you eat more than the calories that you burn through exercises, which is so easy, you know, like if you run like for an hour, you're not gonna burn more than 300, 400 calories, right? You're not gonna burn much calories. Mm -hmm. And then you go and you eat a little tiny bar of Kind Bar or whatever, and you just kill the whole thing. It it doesn't, you know, we eat 6,000 calories in a day and we try to go for a run. Even if you run all day, it's not gonna help you. So exercise has nothing to do with weight loss. The reason why I exercise every day is because I want to get into a good energy state. I want to get into, I want the endorphins. I want the hormones. I want my heart pumping. I want more oxygen. Yeah. When you run, you have, no, you have to breathe. You have no choice. You have to breathe. When you're sitting, you don't have to breathe. You can breathe shallow. But if you're pumping, if you run like a maniac, you're going to breathe so deep, your VO2 levels are going to go through the roof. You're going to get more oxygen. You're going to be smarter. You're going to make better decisions. You're going to be more confident. Your serotonin is going to go through the roof. You're going to get the right hormones that will make you feel happier and make it a contribution to your life and your business. So that's why I do it.
0: That's interesting. Yeah. Um, and then you also mentioned that you quit smoking. And we do have some listeners who are either going through compulsive behavior or addiction and curious what that process was like for you.
1: Quitting smoking was a, an epiphany. It was just like a moment. Like for me, it was like, holy crap. Did you know that when you're smoking, you know, why do people smoke? People smoke because they're addicted. But why do they get addicted? Because it makes them feel good or it relieves stress, right? When you get stressed out, I remember I used to have a fight with my wife, I would run by a pack of cigarettes. It relieves stress. But now the question is, why does it relieve stress? And we don't know this. A lot of, most people don't realize this in awareness. If, if you realize that the reason why cigarettes relieve stress, the reason why is because you're actually breathing. You're like, what do you mean you're breathing? Yeah. Let's smoke, let's smoke right now. You take a cigarette, put it between your fingers, you go like this, what are you gonna do? Show me, show me. Imagine doing that for five minutes straight. Whether you had a cigarette or didn't have a cigarette, if you did it with a fake cigarette, you would feel the same way. You get a head rush, you feel good, you feel relaxed, you feel energized, you do it with somebody else, Mm -hmm. with a social person, Mm -hmm. you guys are mirroring each other, you do it in a group of people outside after you had a couple drinks, you feel euphoria. But most people think it's a cigarette, it's a smoke. No, the cigarette in the smoke is causing cancer. The breathing is what's causing you beautiful, incredible feelings of euphoria. So if you can become aware of that, then you're like, does that mean I can quit today? Yes, but you have to be able to practice breathing as many times as you, pr- so if you're smoking a pack a day, breathe five twenty times a day. And if you can't do that yet, then what I, t- what I told my employee, he quit after, after a couple of weeks of doing this, is instead of smoking 10 cigarettes a day, smoke five a day and then five a day breathe. Mm-hmm. Five a day breathe and five a day smoke, and then eventually he's like, I feel much better when I'm breathing because I don't smell like crap after and like da, 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 da and I don't have to go outside. I could do it anywhere. And then before you know it, he's like, dude, I just don't need the cigarettes. I feel so good by breathing. So you just started breathing more often. And most people are shallow breathing. They're only using about 10% of their lungs. But when they smoke, they're using 100% of their lungs. So I want you to use 100% of your lungs, your life will change. That's what I always tell people. And if you can get that awareness and then you start believing that it's easy, but that's basically the key. If you create the belief that it's possible and you create the belief that it's easy and you tell yourself that, that's the hack right there. The hack is the mindset because the rest is just about skill set and it's just about actually habits and doing it. But if you believe that it's easy and you believe you can do it and you believe you have the power, you will do it. And if you don't believe and you think you're addicted, you will be addicted, period.
0: And to change that mindset, you you shared this strategy of like getting really big, big energy, like screaming it. Any other ways to like really reprogram the subconscious mind? Get into a really good
1: state by running, by exercising, by hanging around with the right people. And then at that point, deciding. And at that point, journaling. And at that point, taking action. You have to be in a good state. If you're in a depressed state, if you're sad, if you're angry, if you're in a, a state of like, you know, set, low, a low vibration state, you're not gonna be able to make change, you're not gonna be able to create the right habits. Mm-hmm. But, or, or change your beliefs. But if you get into a good state, that's why running was my number one thing. That when I started losing weight, I started getting into a better state, I was, was able to make better choices. Instead of drinking six Snapples a day, I was able to choose water, even though I said I hated water, I said I hated water, I love Snapple, but then I had to change that belief and I was only able to change it because I started sweating because I started getting the endorphins, because I had more serotonin and more confidence that I can actually do this. And then I had the support system. So hanging around the people, a coach is so helpful. Hiring a coach is so helpful. Getting around a team of people that will motivate you, that won't judge you is so helpful. Um, But but knowing that if you get yourself into a better state, and by the way, if you guys are not reading, here's a book. It's called Awaken the Giant Within by Tony Robbins. Amazing, amazing book. And you know I'm teaching this book in the motivation group. I have a group on Facebook called the motivation group. I want to help 1000 hungry entrepreneurs go from frustration to motivation yes. and I have, you know, close to 700 people right now and every single day we go in there and we study together and we have a good time and that's that's a really great people to surround yourself with.
0: And and guys, we're going to be sharing all these links in the show notes down below. Uh, Joe, you, so you mentioned Tony Robbins. Do you, do you have any sort of key mentors, people, books, or anyone that you looked up to or really leaned on during your transformation process?
1: Well, Tony Robbins is a big one. Um, I have a list of, of books that I've read. You know, I have like 300 books in my library that I've read. I haven't gone deep with all the books, but there are a list of books. Like, you know, David Allen is a big uh, organizational guru who wrote a book called Getting yeah, Things Done. Yeah, yeah. You know, what I find is that, you know, only 10% of people, 10% of of people actually read past the first chapter of any book. So people will buy a book, they'll read the first chapter and they they won't do anything. And I know I was one of those people. They're called dabblers. You're dabbling in books. It's okay to dabble in books. It's okay, totally fine. But if you want results, you got to go deep on a few books. So the books that impacted me, that impacted me dearly, were books like Getting Things Done by David Allen or The Miracle Morning by Hal Elrod, Elrod or yeah. the Three Levels of the 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 book by Viktor Frankl. You know, uh, man search for meaning. Yep. You know, so I have I have literally the Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, How to Win Friends and Influence People. I mean, these are had. Think about this, think and grow rich. How many people have actually read that book and actually studied the book? I Mm -hmm. studied it, I studied the book, The 13 Principles of Riches. I literally studied the book. And most people are not willing to do that. They're not willing to go deep with one book and just really own the book. And as a result, they're not getting results. You're Mm -hmm. not getting results because you're not going deep. And it's about consistency. It's about doing a little bit each day. I'll read a few pages, it's 500 pages to read this book. You'll go blind if you tried to read this book in one day. But if you read a few pages each day, I mean, my book is really easy. You can literally read this in an hour and two hours because it's ADD friendly. Mm -hmm. I wrote it in that way specifically with little stories and it goes from thing to thing, it goes about milk and suddenly it goes to like this and electrolytes and like there's totally like just throwing it all, it's kind of like a magazine almost but kind of like puts it together really quickly but he goes deep. He goes deep into like how to change your beliefs and where they come from. And like it gets really technical. So you have to put time into this and, and, and doing it with a group is very helpful as well.
0: Is there any one common pitfall you'd recommend people avoid as they get into this space of potentially hiring a coach, buying the books, going to these personal growth seminars? Don't
1: think, don't think that you're going to get an idea that you don't already know. Don't try to look for that new idea. Everyone's looking for the shiny new idea. No one's going to tell you anything that you don't already know. What you want to do is you want to be able to implement what you already know you need to do. And if you go with that mindset, your coach is going to tell you all the things you knew already. But now let's see if you're going to do it with the help of this coach. And if not, fire the coach and find somebody else. There's a million coaches out there. You're going to hire a coach and you're going to fail. By the way, three out of four coaches that you hire are not going to be able to help you. That's just what's going to happen. And don't say, well, coaching doesn't work for me because I hired three coaches. No, hire a fourth. Hire a fifth. Don't give up. You're going to buy things. that's not going to work for you, but you need to hear things over and over and over. Maybe you'll hire four coaches and they all told you the same thing. And the fourth one finally hit you like a rock. Like like when you're cutting a rock, how do you cut a rock? You take a big rock that's really heavy and you're knocking, 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 knocking on the rock. Eventually between 1,000 knocks and 5,000 knocks, the rock will crack open. That's what an epiphany is. Somewhere between 1,000 times that you hear it and 5,000 times that you hear it, you'll actually freaking get it. And if you, if you, don't, if you don't sit there, if you're not getting it, if you don't get the joke, are you going to laugh? No, you're not going to laugh. And laughing is action.
0: <laughs> Joe Applebaum from Crown Heights, Brooklyn, in the house. Um, give us a recap. Where can we find your books, your programs, your website?
1: Amazon, joeapfelbaum.com. Sign up for my newsletter. Find my, uh, find the book on Amazon. Go to Amazon, type in high energy secrets or search Joe Appelbaum. You'll see me. And listen, look, by the way, what I want people to do is I want people to take action. The first step to changing your life is taking action. So buy the book and read the book and then share with me that you read it. That's the most important thing. Let me know. Ask for help. Join the motivation group. Get involved. By the way, it's game, when you reach out to an author, game-changing experience. Mm-hmm. Game-changing experience. Mm-hmm. I reached out to Hell Elrod. We flew him into New York. He did an event. I mean, he is now a superstar. Before, he wasn't. And now I'm buddies with him. I got his cell phone number. Yep. Reach out to the authors, thank them, speak to them, connect with them, that's, that's important. That makes it also real for you.
0: My therapist and my coach are both best-selling authors that I reached out to and work with personally, so I can vouch for that as well. Um, JoeAffelbaum.com, High Energy Secrets on Amazon, The Motivation Group on Facebook. Joe, last question, what's next for you on your journey?
1: What I want to do is I want to help 1,000 hungry entrepreneurs go from frustration to motivation that's my journey. That's where I'm at. That's where I want to make a difference. I don't want to make a difference for billions of people. I want to find 1,000 hungry entrepreneurs go from frustration to motivation. And if I can do that, let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, you will get motivated.
0: Well, I don't know about you guys, but I'm feeling motivated. Joe Applebaum, thank you again so much for coming on The Brendan Burns Show. Have an amazing rest of your day.